Welcome to Hot and Bravoed. This is our weekly segment called This Week in Bravo, typically hosted by Eddie Estrada, but I'm Armin, filling in for Eddie, who's on vacation in Mexico, and I'm joined by Camille Pereira. How are you, Camille? I'm good. I'm so happy to be the backup. You're the backup to the backup. Yeah, so really just <laughs> nobody else could make it. I'm here. Very happy to be here. Because Eddie commissioned me uh-huh. to host his weekly uh, podcast. So really, you if I couldn't do it, you would have been the host and you would have had to find another guest. I love being third chair. Yeah, you're third yeah, chair. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Third thrilled. in line. Thrilled, honestly. You know how there's like the royal would be happy hierarchy? To be lower. You're, yeah. you're third in line. Cool. Third, third in line for succession. Chill, chill, chill. Very happy about that. But funnily <laughs> enough, Camille, this is a jam-packed week for the Bravoverse. If y'all are joining us for the first time, this is a podcast where we talk about everything that's going down in the Bravoverse. There was always lots of drama happening in the here and now. And that's what this podcast is all about. The current events, scandals, drama, news of the Bravoverse. And I'm so excited to get started. Uh, One more quick thing. As Eddie announced last week, starting in March, This Week in Bravo will only be every other week on the public feed. But Eddie will still be doing this weekly. On the off weeks, it will be on Patreon only. Ooh. Yeah. So if you all want to hear this podcast hosted by Eddie on a weekly basis, visit our Patreon at patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash hot and bravoed, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. You'll get This Week in Bravo bi-weekly exclusively. You'll get a Vanderpump Rules season two recap. That's starting very soon. We're going to be going week to week, episode by episode, recapping that season. And what we do year-round is recap historic seasons of Bravo. So currently we're doing Ronge season one. Mm-hmm. We just finished Roni season three, Scary we'll, Island. Scary Island was so much fun to go so back good. and revisit. But yeah, we go through all these old seasons. You'll have two This Week in Bravos a month. And Eddie will host a monthly interactive live chat for Patreon supporters only. That's going to be so fun. And if you love this podcast and uh, you love Eddie... And we'll even join too sometimes. Uh, But only only if no one else can make it. Yeah, you're third in line, of course. (laughs) Then you'll want to do that because you can ask questions. Mm -hmm. uh, You can give your insight. And we could just have like a dialogue on the interactive live chats. They're going to be like 30 minutes long Mm -hmm. every month. And you can even like start polls on them and stuff. Like they're really interactive. We can have a lot of fun with it. So with all that being said, let's get started. Let's do it. So first piece of news, the Shannon Bador and David Bador divorce drama hasn't ended. Is this ever going to end? You tell me, because they are still battling over the monthly uh, child support checks. David is trying to lower how much he has to pay on a monthly basis. I believe it's currently $22,000 a month. That's nothing. That's totally nothing. (laughs) But David is saying, you made $1.4 million last year, and I only made 
thousand dollars last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. like, you Only. almost made triple the amount I did. I shouldn't have to pay um, these monthly checks. So they are going to court over it. And Shannon is claiming that she made five hundred eighty thousand dollars last year for season three, sorry, season thirteen, and she still owes the IRS apparently an unknown amount in taxes. She owes her lawyers $65,000. She has $24,000 in credit card debt. And apparently there was recently a court order um, or David was requesting a court order prohibiting Shannon from uh, drinking around their kids and he lost that. So they're just like constantly in court for a variety of reasons. (laughs) Um, We'll see what happens in this case. Uh, but Camille, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's just crazy. Obviously, like in this last season, we do see a little bit of like what's going down between them. And it's it apparently is just getting nastier and nastier between the two of them. Um, it does seem like just based on this season alone that Shannon's asking for a lot from him. And I'm sure, you know, I don't think she does doesn't do well. Uh, it's also funny because we have like a contrast of Kelly who's also going through a divorce who is like, you know, still friends with her, uh, her ex-husband. They still co-parent very amicably. I mean, obviously the situation is different because David Bedore has a new almost wife. Um, but it, it, it is kind of interesting the way that Kelly at least brought it up, which was like, you know, Shannon is, you know, kind of expecting a lot of these things. She doesn't really want her lifestyle to change. Kelly, on the other hand, kind of just downsized and lives in an apartment now and she's happy and doesn't need all this money a month um, where Shannon is requiring like $24,000 a month. That's crazy. Obviously, Kelly has one kid. Shannon has three. I get it completely. Kids are expensive. Expensive. And I'm sure she has them in private school and all kinds of stuff. There's a lot of costs involved with that. But there is something to be said where, like, is this is all of this worth it? And I guess I don't know the history. I don't know what they're going through. I don't know how aggressive he's being or w- how much of this is true. But it does seem like, you know, other people do it for literally, a f- like, the smallest fraction of what she says she makes a year or what is allegedly being said that she makes. And if she made $1.4 million last year... Mm-hmm. She's she's doing she's, it really well. She's she's fine. killing it. That's what I'm trying to say. She's fine. People do this. People have three kids and they make like twenty thousand dollars a year. They make what she gets a month a year. So but you I know, could, I could feel Shannon being on like a revenge tour. I you get cheated it. on me, 100%. David. I get it. But and I'm, I'm going to try to yeah. like suck you dry. I get it. Well, she's not making it seem like that, at least not on the show. She's just like, I'm just trying to live. Like, I even took a pay cut. You know, I just... Didn't she it. actually accept less than what yeah. she was asking for? Yeah, that's what, that's what so, I meant by pay cut. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, so, she's being cool. Yeah, I just think he also... Wants another, he wants another yeah, cut. Hey, I think, get it, girl. You deserve get it. Get it, Shannon. He cheated on you, and that sucks. But, like Kelly did, I think maybe you need to adjust your expectations for the type of lifestyle you're going to continue to lead... Um, you know, especially that you don't have your own company fully in effect like he does. He's also claiming that she's going to make or she's going to receive a hundred thousand dollar pay raise for next wouldn't season. Be, wouldn't of be surprised. RHOC. That'd be nice. It would be nice. That would help. <laughs> 
Maybe she needs to start paying him. <laughs> I bet he would like that. Yeah, I'm sure he would. Okay. Our next piece of news this week was that Kim Zolciak. Oof, this one's heavy. <laughs> was not invited to the baby shower. She mm. brings it up on Watch What Happens Live. It gets kind of awkward. But Andy says, look, you weren't invited because it was thrown by the five OGs. Uh, which were Kyle, Vicky, Teresa, Nini, and Ramona. And they threw it, and they wanted it to only be current housewives. Mm-hmm. And Kim kind of made these faces, like, eh, because <laughs> Phaedra was there, as we all know. And that got brought up, and Andy said, look, that was a surprise. That wasn't supposed to happen, but, you know, Nini just did that as a surprise. And Andy also revealed that apparently Jill Zarin was bummed mm-hmm. that she wasn't invited. And then Andy was saying that he would have loved to have Caroline Manzo there. But I'm pretty sure we know why that didn't happen. I mean, Teresa was in charge, one of the five people in charge of the guest list. Anyway, what are your thoughts on Kim being excluded? Look, I I understand that that's not... I don't blame Andy for this at all. I don't think that this was in his control. Um Honestly, doesn't surprise me. Like, Kim, do you, is that really such a shock that you didn't get invited? Who's hosting it? Like, exactly the way he responded is is the way I would have, like, been like, are you, is that a joke? Like, are you really that surprised? Um, I do love how messy that episode of Watch What Happens Live was. It was just, there was so much. There was that caller who called in. <laughs> and I don't even remember what he said, but it was like, how come you look 20 on Instagram, but look 40 in person or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that was amazing. Um, and honestly, I loved that she was like ready to answer it too. Yeah, but Andy cut yeah, her off Andy and he was like, off. that wasn't supposed no. to be the question. But I kind of loved that she's ready. I love, I like Kim. I think she's kind of like crazy and and I appreciate that. Um, but I am a little, It is. It, I was you know, obviously we were blasted with like Instagram posts from every single angle of that party. And it was very strange to see which people were there and which people were not. Right. And it's, it's kind of fun to get this insight of who was actually invited versus who wasn't able to show up. Um, and Kim did say that she just had back surgery. Yeah, so, so she, she wouldn't w- have been able to show up anyway, right. which is a great excuse. Bullshit. <laughs> but like <laughs> Bethany wasn't there, was she? She was not. But yeah. I'm sure it was because No, no, of, it wasn't it wasn't like yeah. a malicious thing. She had scheduling. I think she even said scheduling it in conflict, Insta- yeah. Instagram post. Um I think Candy wasn't there, was she? No. Yeah. Maybe that's because Phaedra was there. Or maybe Phaedra came because Candy couldn't make it or Most something likely. like that. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see Jill Zarin I'm, there. I was going to say. She I'm, has no problems with I'm anyone. I'm surprised that she wasn't there. Yeah. Maybe it was because they thought Bethany. I, but she doesn't have problems with Bethany anymore. No, they should be cool. So that one that one really was kind of shocking to me. I, I didn't really understand that. Maybe there's some beef with like any producers who might have been there and Jill. I don't know. Um, I would guess they were really trying to stick with that current Housewives motif. Because only Phaedra was there out of the ex-housewives, right? I feel like there were more. I thought that I remember seeing ones that I was like, really? That person's there? But maybe I'm just misremembering. There was no Brandy. That's true. There was no... I mean, there's a litany of ex-housewives who weren't there for sure. Let me... I'm going to look it up because I feel like this is important. Well, I wanted to point out one more thing. Kim had, I thought, a spot-on quote Mm, during that interview. She said to Andy, 
quote, it's a lot for you to deal with. And you've done such a great job with all of our crazy fucking asses throughout the years. You really have. Because it's a lot of pressure. Like, you can't go to my wedding and not go to Nini's. So, it's a balancing act for you. And I have to give it up to you because you do it tastefully. I do mean that. And I thought that quote kind of gave insight um, into why Andy isn't seen at a lot of personal Mm -hmm. events. Because clearly based on the baby shower, you can tell they all love Andy. They all adore him. Yeah, I mean, he's their boss. He's their boss, (laughs) but they don't have like the typical employer-employee relationship. Yeah. Um, Because shit gets intimate at the reunions. And he sees them every so often at Watch What Happens Live. Like they are tighter than a lot of employees and employers are. And also, by the way, I'm sure you've had a boss that you've been close with. I have. yeah. So that happens. That you've had a drink with outside of work. I mean, I have, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Andy is in a weirder predicament because he has all these employees all around the yeah. country who have pretty <laughs> big social lives. Sure. Like very eventful social lives. He can't go to everything. No, he and can't. And he doesn't want to upset anyone. Mm-hmm. So that's why he really doesn't show up to anything. Yeah. I, I believe that's the reason why. Yeah. Because he can't, like Kim said, he can't upset someone by going to their daughter's birthday and he doesn't go to another person's daughter's birthday or go to one person's wedding or go to a birthday, then he would have literally no time for himself. Yeah, exactly. There's how many, dozens and dozens of housewives throughout the years. It would be impossible. Also, just as a little fun fact, you're right. This seems to be all uh, current current housewives, except... Danielle Staub and Marlo, who are never, who aren't really housewives. Well, they, well, that's not true. Danielle Staub was a housewife. Isn't currently right. a housewife. <laughs> but they are both current friends of housewives. Fine. They are. Fine. 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 F-O-H. Fine. 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 <laughs> fine. Fine. I mean, fine. Vicky Gunvalson helped throw it. She is she the may, OG of but the she OC. May not, but she may not currently be a housewife. She was most recently a current housewife, okay? (laughs) I'm excited to see how that plays out. (laughs) Me too. All right, let's move on. Let's move on really quickly to this story. Uh, Kristen Doty and Carter, as we saw in the last episode, are going through a lot. Carter appears to be a shitty boyfriend. Uh, We'll see how it plays out on the show. But in real life... It seems to be kind of rocky between them. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a spoiler for the season in a sense um, because they aren't going to break up during the season. Uh, but Kristen went on Watch What Happens Live. A lot happens on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, really does. If y'all want to keep really up with does. the Bravoverse, listen to this podcast, but also watch Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> uh, Kristen said, quote, okay, you know what? Honestly, I bleed out for this show. I show every single second of everything. And so for this, I'm just going to have to say we are figuring it out. Especially if you want to talk about what's happening today, like the show airing and what's been going on in our relationship for the past year or more. We're figuring it all out. So uh, we'll let y'all know when we get to that place. Mm. So at the very least... The future is a little cloudy for mm-hmm. them. Sure. Some rumors have it that they've officially broken up. It's hard to tell on social media. He didn't post anything on her birthday, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, uh, but he so has made a recent post about her. It's weird. That's weird. They could just be kind of in that like 
zone where a couple can get to where they're like, okay, we don't want to officially break up because we may try to salvage this, but they're definitely not. I mean, Tom and Kristen were probably in that zone for four years. (laughs) Well, for maybe all six years. (laughs) But exactly. Like totally out of the honeymoon phase, which they were clearly in for a while. And now into this, we may have to move on phase, but we still love each other. I don't know. Anyway, Camille, what are your thoughts on this? And what do you think that quote means? Like, do you think this is like a good sign or a bad sign? It sounds more like a bad sign than anything, obviously. I mean, you know, no one really knows what's going on in a relationship except for the people inside that relationship. So I don't know too much about what the exact issues are, but obviously we heard what Stasi said on the last one. He's not really, he doesn't seem to be a very involved partner, let's just say. Um, There's not really. Not when it comes to rent, that's for sure. Let's just say that. Um, (laughs) But the thing about Kristen, when she's not trying to hide things, she is pretty where, like she is pretty open about her life. And obviously she's not the best, you know, she doesn't get the best edit, let's say. Um, historically, she doesn't look great all times. So I feel like, and I mean, even in the last episode, I'm not going to blame the editors. Though. I'm not blaming the editors. No, I'm not blaming the editors at all. Um, but like, she seems to be pretty upfront. So I believe what she's saying is true. They're probably in like some kind of working it out phase. I don't think she wants to break up. I don't think he maybe doesn't want to break up, but I think they're at this kind of standstill where like they need you know, the next, what's the next step? Like, should we move forward? And they're just kind of in that limbo. Yeah. And the working it out phase could be working out a breakup, to be honest. It's true. When someone says we're figuring it all out, Mm -hmm. it could mean like we're figuring out how to end it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Speaking of relationships. Ooh, hit me with it. Teresa Judice Mm -hmm. was spotted in Miami with another guy. Some of the photos, and there are photos, paparazzi um, got a couple seemingly salacious uh, shots of Teresa and this guy. And I believe one of them has them holding hands as they're walking out of the event together. Uh, Of course, like every magazine, every website picked this up. I'm (laughs) sure you all have seen the pictures. If you haven't, just Google it. So Teresa's lawyer told People Magazine in the aftermath of all of this when, you know, there was just so many rumors going online and obviously fans are speculating and like loving the drama because Mm -hmm. it's like, is Teresa cheating on Joe? Are they already basically over because he may be deported? And Teresa's attorney told People that, quote, Teresa was in Miami for a charity event with a large group of friends, both men and women, The photos show one of those friends helping Teresa out of the venue and to her car. She had some wine and she was wearing heels. (laughs) That's the real story. There is no cheating, no divorce. End of story. So, Camille, on the attorney's comments, fact or fiction? (laughs) Um, This one's tough because, like, I could see the holding hands thing being platonic and just totally friendly and whatever. Little tipsy. Yeah, little tipsy. She has super high heels on. Yeah. Needs help getting to her car. Exactly. Um, But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far to say that Teresa doesn't have a boyfriend. Like that, honestly, 
at this point, I kind of hope that she does a little bit, but also gotta love Joe Judice. He's juicy Joe. He's just a little meatball. I am gonna <laughs> miss him on the show if she does have a boyfriend. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know what to believe. I think it would be cool if I hope Joe doesn't get deported for sure. I mean, obviously. So it goes without saying, I think it would be cool that he doesn't get deported. Yeah. I think that'd be a huge bummer solid, for him yeah. and for his whole family, yeah. especially his daughters. So I think the best outcome for this, especially for the show, is Joe gets to stay home. Teresa and Joe get divorced. Yeah. Teresa has a new boyfriend, but Joe gets to stay on. Yeah. Stay on the cast. I know it's weird because this That's is the so Real weird. Housewives. That's so weird. But maybe because obviously they have kids together, like he has to come around the house, see the kids, pick the kids up for when it's his week. Joe will still be in Teresa's of life course. if they get divorced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to see more Joe. And maybe they're still cool with each other, right? And Joe could come on, on these events, kind of like Frank Catania. It's not like there isn't precedent That's in true. New Jersey. That's true. I thought you meant like like have a full role and like well, talking I mean, heads and stuff. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think... I like that that scenario. Um, Wouldn't that be cool? I like it. I do. I and to like see that. like the awkward moments between Juicy Joe and the new boyfriend. Yeah. Because you know he will not be happy oh, about it. Of course it. not. Yeah, I mean. No, uh, my, my brother, my, my mother, mother, whatever. Your brother, my mother, whatever. I mean, <laughs> honestly, at this point, I feel like she's she's given her all. If she wants to move on, I think that she's totally warranted. And he can move on too. I mean, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, would, I love that idea if they would keep him on a little bit. That would be so fun. And hopefully he doesn't get deported. I know. Because he shouldn't have to. And that sucks. I also think this story is fiction. Yeah. The attorney's story. If you look at the photos, they just seem a little too friendly. I mean, and I know men and women could be really friendly and you can hold someone's hand out of an event and walk them to their car. But there have been rumors circulating about Teresa having another boyfriend, although it wasn't this guy. Yeah. People have pinpointed another guy. The other part of me goes, why keep lying? Like at this point? Maybe maybe it is a question about keeping him here uh, so he doesn't get deported because he has a family, a wife, and kids. If she plans to divorce him, yeah. then then it maybe would it looks like what is what yeah, is his, what are his real ties? You know, his daughters have their mother. I feel like the daughters system. are the most important tie, though. I, I agree, but I don't know. Maybe maybe legally there's something that makes it look better if they you have could be like right. a unified family. That's my only thought because I, you know, at this point, and, and maybe it's Teresa's pride because she has been so vocal about being together with him forever when she says you know, till death do us part, she means it, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's been so adamant that she's not divorcing him and that he's not been unfaithful, that he's not done this, not done that, and that they're going to stick together throughout. Like, you go through hardships, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I feel like that's a possibility, but I also don't know. I don't. I really just don't know in, in this particular instance. I cannot, I, I just don't know. That's a great theory, though. Yeah. That they want to maintain the image of a unified family mm -hmm. for Joe's deportation appeal. Yeah. Once that's over with, and hopefully Joe gets to stay, then they can then move on talk, with yeah. filing for divorce and separating. Yeah. That 
that may be it. Because I just keep trying to, I've been trying to come up with a theory as to why she would just keep on putting up this front. Yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. My only theory, if this is true, um, right. who knows, maybe they are going to stay together. Yeah. I don't know. And if she isn't hooking up with the guy, then they're they're telling the truth here. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Sticking on the relationship train. It's a heavy week. There's a lot. <laughs> there was a lot. Um, and staying with New Jersey, Danielle Staub and Marty Caffrey finalized their divorce. We just saw them get married on this season in the Bahamas. Uh, but as we already knew um, through reports and through the news and Daniel Staub has given interviews, they separated very shortly after and they filed for divorce in September. So just a couple months after mm-hmm. the wedding. Anyway, the divorce is finalized and Danielle had a couple of thoughts on the divorce. She told TMZ outside the courthouse, um, I'm very happy now. So relieved. I never took his name for a reason <laughs> because who wants to be called Caffrey? Staub is my name. Don't forget it. They also asked Danielle if there was any chance for reconciliation. And Danielle said, I've been dipping already, baby. But nowhere in New Jersey, Jersey boys are not for me. Uh, Marty Caffrey uh, gave a statement to People Magazine. Marty said, now that the divorce is final, I feel great relief as well as sadness. Relief comes as I have finally reached the end of the twisted road I was dragged down. I feel like Danielle drags a lot of people down twisted roads. Um, Anyway, that was my own. Sorry, that was my own commentary. Um, But back to the quote. I am looking forward to moving on in life with my supportive and loving family and friends around me. However, Danielle and I did fall in love and it is sad to part from each other this way after experiencing something special together. I bear her no ill will, and I wish her the best in everything she does. Um, Danielle had one more thought on this. She said, this was real to me. If he was the one for me, we would still be together. You can all pass judgment. You can all say what you need to say, and I'm certain the opinions will be strong. But I urge you all to take a minute and realize I'm sharing my life with you, the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the pretty, the ugly, all the parts of me, and it's an honor to do so. I do realize I leave myself open for scrutiny, but the things that my husband, and this is this is the part that's crucial here, but the things that my husband has done to my family and I, weeks following our wedding, breaking his vows, he promised to protect, keep me safe, love me, and honor me. So take a moment to realize no one would know his name if it weren't for me trusting him to want to be a part of my family and my life. Camille, thoughts. First of all, what ups has she shared with us? <laughs> Let's be real. Second of all, why... Don't you remember Gucci model? Season one? That Mar- was an up. Marty was almost Gucci. Gucci model was almost Marty. Let's be real. Um, Gucci model was Marty. He was playing the long con. <laughs> oh my God. He, he just like face offed. And if y'all don't remember, Gucci model was a guy she was dating online for a super, super long time. And when she finally decided to meet him in person, he didn't show up because he was a catfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. She's insane. I also wonder why she felt the need to write such a long press release or whatever. I mean, it was actually on Instagram, but I feel like nowadays <sighs> oh you re- you release your statements on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, you know what, Danielle? 
<laughs> if you're going to be like coy about it, then don't bother. Just tell us what he did. And that's all that I'm interested in. Come on. Enough. Also, in case you can't tell, I'm a real huge Danielle fan. <laughs> by the way, classic Danielle with this whole thing about her name and Caffrey's name being irrelevant. So annoying. Danielle, you'd be irrelevant if it wasn't for Teresa. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my initial reaction is like, Danielle, what value does your name have? Yeah. Also, nobody even knows this guy's name. Like, let's be real. Yeah, like, it's like, you like didn't you, create a name of Adam Martin He doesn't Caffrey. have like a lot of followers now all of a sudden or anything like that. Like, no one knows him. He's just the guy who got pushed in the pool. I keep having to Google his name because I keep thinking his name is like Mark McCaffrey. <laughs> And I'm like, wait, that's not right. It's not Mark McCaffrey. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's Marty Caffrey. I thought it was Marty Staub for the longest time, so. <laughs> potato, potato, right? I'm just like, Danielle, just another notch in your delusion belt. <laughs> because the fact that she thinks she has some grand name. She's and, too much. And me. that she's a kingmaker. Like, oh, like you come in, <laughs> into my into my inner circle. I'm going to make a name out of you. No. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, Danielle. Like, there's just not a lot of value to the Staub name. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Next. Two seasons as a housewife, two seasons as a friend of. <laughs> tons of delusion, tons of chaos. I mean, she is kind of reality TV gold. Uh, we're going to end on a high note. Okay. Sticking with this relationship theme, Ariana Maddox and Tom Sandoval bought a home together. Yes! So... I mean, not a lot to say here, but congratulations. Honestly, very proud of them. Yeah. It's it's great. And I know that that was one of the things that Ariana wanted to do. It's a big commitment. It's more important to her than like actually getting married. So that's really cool. And it's like a huge step. And honestly, they deserved an upgrade. They have been living, <laughs> they've been slumming it for quite a while. <laughs> I mean, learning that they still couldn't use the microwave and ac at the same time <laughs> to this year they put in their th- they put in the time yeah it, it, it was they time their to move dues. On. yeah <laughs> the fact that they didn't get their landlord to fix it <laughs> by this point in time meant that you know you just you just had to get new digs yeah you know they must have been saving a lot of money so because I mean, that that apartment could not what was it listed for again two hundred dollars uh two million yeah and like seventy five thousand. they're doing good Proud of you guys. Maybe Tom Tom helped out too. Yeah, probably did. Maybe they got like a quick uh, return on that 5%. investment. Five percent. They're fine. <laughs> You're so shady. <laughs> no, maybe Ariana's cocktail book is in the works. Yeah, I still want to see that happen. But yeah, the house looks gorgeous. There's like a barbecue in the backyard yeah, no, too. It looks great. They did a good job. Really nice lighting. They're really kind big. of our neighbors in the valley. They're in the valley. Yeah, they're in the valley now. We're not gonna say where because we don't want another instance like Kyle's robbery. Right. So we're keeping that Which private. Was- thousand percent our fault for releasing where she lives no i'm just kidding <laughs> don't put that on us please <laughs> yeah no i would not even take a little bit of fault for that because it was on like tmz before it was ever uttered by us um yeah um, i mean she lives at the Smokey robinson estate so armin cut that out bleep that out bleep. <laughs> everyone thank you so much for uh joining us for this week in bravo I feel like this great was week. a great week in Bravo. Solid week in Bravo. Yeah, lots happening in the Bravo-verse. <laughs> Next week, Eddie will be back hosting yeah. his show, This sorry, Week in Bravo. Guys. Yeah, so, sorry that we had to fill in. <laughs> we, we hope we did an admirable job. Um, we did a and, medium job. Uh, 
We really appreciate you joining us. Uh, you can follow us uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Hot and Bravoed. And make sure to check us out on Patreon. Yeah, check $2 us out $2 a month. That's $24 a year. Not bad. Not bad. Lots of perks. Lots of fun stuff. You'll get like and four it helps podcasts us. a month at least. Yeah, at least. And it helps us a lot be able to provide more content for you guys and also just, you know, to be able to kind of grow. Yeah, maintaining the podcast mm-hmm. as well. Uh, it would be really helpful. We really appreciate it. And we want to give back to all of you supporting. Yeah. So you'll get all those exclusive podcasts, monthly interactive live chats. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And we hope you join us next week. Bye.